Hey. Hey now. Hey now. It is a wacky Wednesday. Wacky Winalda Wednesday. I can't even see my usual. I'm saying it. Wacky Winalda Wednesday. We got to talk about it. As if 2020 couldn't get any more 2020. Just going going down, going down. Um, yeah, it's pretty intense. It is. Um, so if, you're welcome everybody. Right now, if you're on right now, please share, start a watch party. We are gonna talk for just a few minutes and share real quick. And then we're gonna bring our special guests on if you've been watching our promotions. We've got um, our own Las Vegas Lights goaltender, Tommy Olson, TKO, the mayor of Las Vegas, or mayor of Las Vegas, well. Mayor my- Cashman. Mayor Mayor Cashman, but he, he's the mayor of Las Vegas. He honestly could be the mayor of Las Vegas. I'll take him. I would take it too. I think he yeah. might have a platform here in another he couple. He may. He may. I mean, that, <laughs> hey, I'm all for it. Why not? I um, take it. So there has, I feel like we're starting to get back in this bubble of, uh, and it literally is a bubble of sports because sport leagues are now taking place in these bubbles i think the nba even termed it the orlando bubble project or something Mm -hmm. like that um what are your thoughts on some of these players because it seems to be like a rift right now a divide that some players are for going into orlando some are opposed to and maybe kind of even mentioned making a new league of his own i don't know what's going on with that but i haven't run into with it too much i just know that you know kd was going after kendrick perkins there's been a whole bunch of stuff that's been happening um i'm not sure if you've heard much or if you have your own opinion on uh what's happening with no the i league. saw it all you know i'm, I'm kind of intuitive all and First, I wanted to shout out all my Pride people because it's still Pride Month. Uh, I need to highlight that. I don't think yes, happy Pride. So happy Pride Month because let's start with them. They definitely had some legislation passed where they're pretty much uh, unfireable unless it's a job performance at their job. It doesn't have to do with anything regarding their sexual orientation or who they are. So shout out to them on that. Uh, shout out to the protests. Keep that pedal on the gas. Don't lose. Don't lose momentum. This is an opportunity. And I'll segue into my opinions about Kyrie, about Steven Jackson, about what uh, Matt Barnes has said, about what um, Lou Williams has even spoken up, what Kendra Perkins is saying. You said there seems to be a divide. Uh, There always is going to be a divide on this because the thing of it is, is uh, if you are going to not play or you choose that that is the, the message you want to convey that they shouldn't play, then we need to see the action behind that, in my opinion. Like, don't say we're not playing and then you're just on your phone tweeting and doing whatever. Be in your local city and state legislative office to make reform and change. Talk to your owners for them to push legislation and state to make change. If that is going to be the thing. If that's going to be the thing, then I'm fine with it. Hey, I have already given up the notion that 2020 is jacked up. And it's done. It's over. The first pandemic that we're going with, that was already a mess. You can't even go see the games anyway. So that's already a mess within itself. If this is another rationale or reason for them to not want to play, as far as the injustices that are happening to Black people, uh, then I'm for it to a certain degree. However, with the NBA, it is not the NFL. So the NBA has a great commissioner who is always listening, who is always taking action as best as he can 
you have coaches that are very active in their voicing their opinions and have no penalties in voicing their opinions. Uh, a couple owners have come out voicing those opinions. I cannot be mad at what Kyrie says. He feels how he feels as a black man. Again, people, black people are not monoliths. If one person says something, that doesn't mean we all agree, okay? If one person does an action, that doesn't mean we all do that action. We are all individuals that happen to be black, that all have different opinions and passions about this current situation. Um, what he is saying rings true. I, I, I honestly don't have a problem with that. Um, however, when you look at them not wanting to play, you have to look at their next season. They go into CBA contracts. They're not going to get paid the same salary they got this year to next season. It's going to be a lot less. So, again, is your sacrifice going to be worth the fight? Some players say, no, I think we have a bigger stage. We can play games and still have the message ring true. Uh, Kyrie sees it as distraction. It's bigger than basketball, which I personally tend to agree with. I think everything is bigger. I think this issue is bigger than everything. Everything. It is. This is the main, this is the main focus right now for me. This is the main focus. It should be for everyone. It is bigger than just us satisfying our desires to have sports in our lives. I get it. I substituted that by getting an Xbox and playing my 2K, playing Madden. I'm good. I I'm in a good space with it. I can take it or leave it. I would say I would be a little disappointed in not seeing what happens with this season with the basketball. But I feel like with basketball, they also have a chance to, to actually voice out in a positive way. Uh, but they also don't necessarily have to go that drastic, if you will. I feel like the NFL should go that drastic. I feel like everybody on the NFL should just walk. I feel like all the black athletes on NFL teams should just walk. That's my opinion. I would not, I would not be as so much mad or remiss if basketball didn't end and football began. I would rather see the football players say, you know what, enough of this. We're we're out. Right. I want to see that movement because it is bigger than a lot of that. I want to see what they're using. I think I want to see their platform. I mean, they have a platform where people will be tuning. Here's that there's not gonna be fans in the in the in the in the arenas. Right. Do something that's impactful on the court before the game, after the game, in interviews that can possibly push this farther and help I mean, out. The only them. thing that can push it farther is the talk, is the conversation. Yeah. We knelt before. We've done all that. We've raised our fists like Tommy, uh, John Carlos, and uh, Tommy Smith in the Olympics. We've done all that. Now we need to do the footwork. Now we need to be proactive in what we say and really, really get them bills signed off for us. Those measures, those reforms. I need to see the influence of athletes, their celebrity status, being in the faces of legislation and being there with their local senators, congressmen, so they can take it up to the House and push it through. Same with the owners. I need to see them locked arm in arm marching, going up that way. Not on the field work. We got the kids doing that. We need to see the influence and those powers that be doing the ultimate work. I'm that's all with it. Yeah, that's I'm how I feel. Um, another news also: the WNBA announced they're starting. They got a 22 yes. game se 22 game season coming about. They will be all. What's that? If something doesn't happen in Florida, I don't know. You know, I gotta. We gotta ask Tommy for sure about this USL season. Are yeah, they? Right. Florida too, because it seems like every league out there is taking a one-way trip to Florida right now. So I'm a little concerned. Right. Because we had post we had posted the airport thing about Orlando's airport having Man, had listen. Something and then they, got, they already are staying at the Destino Hotel. They have actually a top 10 list of the top players and their teams that are staying at certain hotels. Uh-huh. That's gonna be interesting. 
Because some of the rival teams are staying in the same hotel. Some of your top-notch people are staying in the nicer hotels. It's kind of weird how that's kind of sectioned off. So. Well, and it's funny. I was reading about that. And it's like, you can't go to another hotel. You can only socialize with the people that are in your hotel. No one can come in and out of your own personal room. Um, no guests until the first round of the playoffs. Right. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different – I mean, they're taking precautions, but it's very detailed. I guess there's like a whole 100-page safety plan for the, for the, for the NBA. So uh, but the WNBA will start – it's sad, though, because our girl Kelsey Plum – yeah, we didn't even know she was having surgery like that. Did you? Well, know I don't think anyone knew. I think something had happened. I didn't mm -hmm. practice or whatever off season the last few days. Something had happened, and then she had to have her ACL. Yeah, uh, like man. So we're out. I'm bummed, but I play her on the game. Everybody knows me. Those I'm playing my <laughs> girl Kelsey, and she is balling. So I'm representing for you, Kelsey. I wish her a Godspeed recovery. And I hope that, you know, we see her next season just even shooting even more. Because her contract is, what, extension? She has an extended contract. She's with us for yeah. a while. Yeah, so she'll be here next year. So but yeah, here's she'll be next season with too. And it'll be really good because not only that, but you got the Olympics next year, too. So hopefully she's yeah. all going to go for this season and for the Olympics. But we did sign a new player, um, Alex Bentley. She's a seven-year vet. So she's going to be replacing that guard position for us. So we're looking forward to seeing our ladies play again. Yeah. At the end we of July. Are, we are. We are. Yes. yes. I look forward to it. And okay. then uh, baseball has come to a thing real quick. I'll tell you. Well, a 60 game. They're talking 60 games. And they're talking about a prorated monies to the players. Because, you know, players were like, we need our paper. Like, I don't care what's going on. You promised us this. You got to deliver. And so – they're talking 60 games and they're talking about prorating their money to get it back. So we'll see what, and I miss my base. I really do miss my baseball. Like I don't make me have to purchase a video game for this guy. I just don't see too much major league baseball video game playing. I don't they, got, they got it, but I don't know if they game off of it. I, if they don't have a season this year, I'd probably be the first to game, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. But I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. We can see some real live action. Well, let's hope so, because this is, I think, the final finale, because if they don't make a, a decision soon, there's not going to be a season. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for everybody checking in the chat. Twitter yes. viewing. Appreciate you. Make sure uh, please share. In. Sharing is let's caring. Get this, let's get this guy on. Where is Tommy at? Let's see. Yeah, let's get Tommy in. We What's gotta up? Hey! Everybody's been waiting for you. Everybody's been waiting for you. They're like, where's Tommy? Most talking. Where is he? Where is he? How you doing? I don't know How if I you? like this version better. I like being in the studio better. Oh, I know. I know. We'll have to, we'll have to deal with it. Too, but it's, mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to stay safe. Yeah, where's Quan? I want to hear you guys talk mess to him. We still talk mess to him sometimes. I text him today, actually. But we miss, shout out to Gorilla Cross. Uh, shout out to yeah, I miss that guy for show, sure. Let the ball bounce, yeah. guys. Black and sports uh, levels. Well, yeah, we miss everybody in our little family. So uh, hopefully, one of these days, Tommy, we'll get back. We'll get back. We will. We will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but for now we're safe in our own homes. We're social distancing. Right. Um, I mean, if I, if I'm still working from home for work, then it's not safe for me to be out, 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 out. You know, yeah, that's a serious concern if they're still having you guys there. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Tommy, we appreciate you being here. You know, we have a soft spot for you. So I don't know. Is Tommy frozen? Can he hear it? He might be frozen. He might have to tap in and tap out. Look, he's got the one. <laughs> Poor guy. 
Because he's like, well, I don't have Google Chrome. I was like, oh, well, you can use your phone. Yeah, you can Maybe use your phone. T-Mobile is acting up again. I don't oh, know. Very good. I think he's switched. So here we go. Hang on. Okay. So we'll see. Okay. I want a little function. again, I'll switch to my phone. You're good. You got T-Mobile? What's that? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, AT&T, right. I heard they're having problems, too. Oh, man. It's all bad. Hey, We're teams right I'm here. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I hear you. But anyways, thank you for joining in. Um, obviously, we just got to get the cat out the bed because we already had you scheduled for today's show. And um, coincidentally, coincidentally, 2020 threw another wrench in our year. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Yes, I no. am. I'm still getting surprised. I'm not jaded yet. That's a good the good thing is, good news is I'm not jaded by stuff that happens. I'm still reacting the way I need to normally react if it wasn't 2020, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear but you. But this is shocking. Very shocking. So we got some news before we had you on that uh, our beloved coach, Eric Winalda, is no longer with the Lights organization. Brett Lashbrook put out a statement um, just saying of his immediate release and that they look forward to having a successful start to the season, something along the lines of it being a healthy season, um, and hopefully can push forward. So when you got, did you get a phone call or were you like us that saw it right directly on social media? Uh, I'm just like you guys. I find everything uh, about this club out uh, through social media. Um, yeah, no, it's, I mean, everyone knows, obviously, listen, everyone's going through a lot, so I don't want to act like our problems are, you know, paramount, but uh, yeah, no, I think we haven't been together really since March 7th, since that day, since the first game, we, you know, everyone said goodbye kind of temporarily, and then every month we've been fighting this this battle, trying to figure out when, when we're going to play or how we're going to play or where we're going to play or tests and if we're going to play, you know, I mean, so many different things, and it literally every day and it's such a fluid situation that things change constantly right and we're kind of sitting by our phone we're all trying to train because you know we're, st we're still getting paid by the club which i you know i'm thankful for because i know not everyone is that lucky um they had to let go pretty much everyone on the front staff unfortunately and uh you know it sucks and i feel bad for them but uh it was a evolving situation and not now today um, you know, obviously I can't talk about details, um, and all that stuff, but, you know, I think it came down to, you know, some liability issues and, and, and things put it this way. Eric's trying to get back on the field and rightfully so. And, uh, right now our, we have owners, not just Brett, but people, they're scared to put people on the field because of liability issues, which I, which I get, we're in such a tough position, right? I mean, even just playing the season, think about how many the players have to get tested. I mean watch Bundesliga players are getting tested before the game after the game social distancing on the bench don't you know there's so many rules and regulations which which is great uh for a Bundesliga club you know a league that can do that because they have they have tv revenue so they're like we get everything let's get this thing going you know we can survive without fans it's gonna hurt us no question but uh we're in a different situation we're we really rely on our fans to be there in the stands so financial things pop up up and I and all I can say is I think it, it, their relationship got caught between those two things and uh obviously I you know there's more details than that um but you know it's I think it came down to that and then he made a decision and it's unfortunate I don't you know everyone involved in the club I think is disappointed the players listen the players 
Eric brought these guys here. You know what I mean? I, me and a couple of guys were a little different because we've been here, but he still brought us back, you know? Right. And uh, yeah. as far as me and Eric, I mean, listen, I, every coach and their player had disagreements eventually. And we had some here and there and, you know, maybe this preseason more than, more than most, but he gave me my first real chance to, to play. And, uh, you know, he really trusted me. You know, I was captain on and off last year. We had a, you know, a bunch of great talks throughout the year. And it was a tough year, but, you know, he stood by me and stood by a lot of players. So I have nothing but respect for him. Um, it's just an unfortunate situation. And I, you know, I, it's, it's a little disheartening being from Vegas and knowing that, you know, we kind of were, we kind of go on this roller coaster um, as a club. Um, and I just want to see us be successful, right? You know, that's why I'm here. I'm just trying to, you know, put on for the city and, and hope that we can, you know, build something. So it's, it sucks when that there's a setback, but you know, listen, it's uh, it's part of the business too, right? Every, I mean, every job's you know, nothing's forever, right? Especially in sports, it's like right. you, you you blink and the guy's gone, right? Um, right. Well, I think for you guys too, for you, I mean, you said you had it heads maybe a little bit here and there. That's what a coach is supposed to do. A coach is supposed to push their players. You're not going to have a perfect relationship, but that's what their job is to get the best out of you. Um, I think what and it is hard right now because we already had one coach for the first season. We had a second coach, Eric, for the second. We're coming into three. We're turning that corner on third, it's ready like to turn third season with the same coach right. and now so close to the season starting again yeah. it's kind of like well now what and i kind of wanted to ask two questions on that. one have you talked to the other teammates that maybe eric brought on and kind of with their feelings and then two what do you see as far as a future coach for the team because we have a shortened time frame now it seems like to get the season going yeah uh you know without getting too into it i just it's unfortunate timing. You gotta excuse Mel. She's nosy. No, 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 no. It's I just gotta be, you know, obviously be careful because I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Yeah, no, I don't want you to get it's not a great it's not a it's just not a great time for this to happen, right? There's right. you know, we're just trying to get on the field right now, you know? Um, and those things happen and uh as far as you know, other players' reactions, I you know, I was with I was with Junior and, and Moby and a few guys earlier today and you know, they're disappointed. Eric brought them here. Uh, they came here for Eric. No question about it. Um, I I think Eric, one of Eric's biggest things, the best things he, he's done in this club is he's really brought talent in. Whether the talent could stay or, you know, other things came to play, but he brought talent in, no question. And and these guys are disappointed. You know, they, they trust Eric and uh, it's always tough. I think it's just like if any any guy brought you into a, a team, you know, and he's gone, you're going to be a little, little disappointed. But you know, everyone's also focused on their career, right? It's uh, being a professional. It's, you know, I had to learn how to do it because you, you don't, you, no one talks about those things, right? They don't talk about that. You know, if a coach leaves or, you know, there's disputes within the team, there's all these things, you know, there's a lot of things that go on outside the pitch, you know, especially for the lights, but um, it's tough. So I think all. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, Here we no. go. Come on. Click it. Click it. Okay. He's had a lot to say. And, <laughs> I mean, I get his point. I mean, it is sports. And usually with people and players, you it, it some say some. I mean, it's always evolving. It's always forever changing. I think we just had gotten personal with Eric because he was a personable person. Right. And that he was just one that, you know, was part of that likes community. He was 
dare I say, the face next to cash, you know? So uh, it's just kind of a little heartbreaking for me, a little saddened because we had him on the show and just so lighthearted. And I'm very saddened to hear about all front office. Shout out to Harry Ruiz and everyone else in that front office. There you are. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I switched my You're phone. You're together with that cricket. I'm telling you. Right? What That's what I'm saying. People, I don't know if you got cops. Like, I don't know if you got direct. I don't know who you on. Desk, dish, net. I don't know who you're on, but get it right and tight. Get it right and tight. I agree. Listen, so, listen. This isn't on you guys. This is on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's all good because I was just speaking on how, you know, Eric just was very personal with everyone. I feel like he was just that familiarity face of the lights, if you will, next to Cash. Uh, right. So we just feel bad for the circumstances, understandably, of whatever it was. But also those in the front office that you said that were not, uh, did not get to keep their jobs on a furlough uh, or what have you. Uh, that's, that's, it's just the climate that we're in. God forbid, Tommy, something happens to these llamas and I'm just going to lose it. Okay? <laughs> so I need you Listen, to protect Tom, They're untouchable. Don't untouchable. let the llamas go anywhere. They better not mess with them. They better not. Moe will be picketing outside of cash for those, for those llamas. Yeah. You're not the only one, surprisingly. Yeah. I mean, I'm very passionate about those girls. I just hope they <laughs> are safe and they're good. And they are and they said llamas kind of can cure COVID, apparently. So I would just go and hug them. You know? Honestly, there's a lot of theories out there. So I'm not going to hate on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I like them. So that would work. Yeah. So but... I got to tell you, too. I got to compliment you. You look great. I mean, I know we're out of the phase one of quarantine. I don't know how you were looking through the quarantine stage, but you look great. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, huh? <laughs> it was all right. I just was a little, you know, cooped up. Uh, starting how to go a little crazy, so I had to get outside. Yeah, how were you feeling about quarantine? How, how did that go for you? It was so strange, I think, for everyone, right? I mean, it's hard when your peers don't know, don't have anything to say. I knew <laughs> that once my peers, including obviously my parents, but other people were like, yeah, we don't know what to tell you. We don't. We've never seen this before. You're yeah. kind of like, oh snap! All right, this is this is serious. Like, we're in this together, right? Um, you know, I think uh, I tried to. I'm pretty good with staying at home. Like, I'm a pretty chill guy. Like, I don't need to. I have a few friends. Don't get me wrong. Who are like bouncing off the walls? I like, gotta do this. Gotta do that. I'm pretty good with my Xbox and uh, and my dogs and and whatnot. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah, I Team Xbox. Too. There you go. We're we got to play sometime. Going live, hundred percent. But I'll, I'll also shout out to my parents because I've been bugging them for the last three months, and uh, you know, luckily they're probably happy I don't live there actually. But <laughs> I, I'm there pretty much every day, uh, bugging them. So shout out to them because I'm blessed that I was home. You know, a lot of guys are in different situations, right? You know, yeah. We had. We, I mean, some guys, uh, there's some California guys, but you know, it's everything's locked down, right? And I know Johnny Fennick, who's our English guy, he just got out to England like the last flight out. So, wow, good for him because it's tough to if you're here and there's you're in Vegas, but there's no Vegas and you're by yourself, you know, it's it could be a little challenging for sure. So, I yeah. feel for some of those guys try to stay, but um, I just try to keep myself busy as far as going to the park and, and hanging with the dogs or you know. Doing stuff like that, and honestly, I've been playing and working out just as much as ever. Just because, what else is there to do? If I'm not doing that, you know, what am I? What am I wasting my time for? So I kind of put all my energy into that, which I usually do, but I just tried to hone in on that. But it was definitely, it was tough when nothing was open. That now that everything's starting to open up, it's a little, you know, a little more calming. But 
for a while there when there was nothing nothing open it was uh it was challenging and uh a lot of alone time right but uh netflix and and family kept me through it for sure that's good and shout out to your parents i miss them i haven't seen them in a long time so i'm glad that they're, they're safe adorable. and healthy and doing well in the rest of your family um so I, I have to ask are you a, a mask person too. are you one of those people that look at folks that are wearing masks out in public oh i'm definitely a mask guy okay big mask yeah. guy Good. Okay. Uh, I and I listen. If you don't want to wear a mask, I don't care. But mm -hmm. if you're gonna look at me weird when I'm wearing a mask, we're probably gonna have a problem. If you're gonna give me that, like, oh, <laughs> look at that. I'm like, all right. I'm not gonna tell someone to wear a mask. You know, everyone yeah. can do whatever they want. But don't look at me weird, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm following the rules. Okay. I'm just trying to be a team player here. I don't think anyone knows exactly how to stop this thing. But let's all just try and you know help out. Don't be the guy who's like, oh, you know, whatever. Don't right. be the, you know, the old man. <laughs> like those people are in like Santa Ana, California that are like literally fighting over wearing a mask. Like there was a protest and there were people there without masks, like in their face shouting and yelling about why they need to wear a mask or not wear. I just, it's too much. Like if you're not going to do it, just don't get new people, you know? Right. That's the whole is that not that That's big? it. You do you, I'll do me, and let's all right. just try and get along. And keep on your six world. feet social distancing away yeah. from me. Don't be in my personal space. Oh, and and, and don't cough next to me either. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've had, no I've part had a few of it. I'm like, really? You're coughing right now? Come on, dude. <laughs> um, we, so did, we, we did have a question from Ryan. He asked about what was the first thing that you had bought for your new place? Oh. That's good. Oh, well. <laughs> You know what? PG. My just... my mom bought like weird candles and stuff because Aww. that's what moms that's what moms do and they they give you weird. I'm looking at like this little base thing with some sticks hanging out. I don't know what it is, but she said I need it, and I if if I need it, I need it. It's decorative, and apparently when people come in here, they're like, okay, that's a nice stick thing. So yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. But I actually bought the Xbox not too long ago. So that one might have been my first purchase. Hey, yeah. and, and what games do we have so I can play with you? Because I've got the 2K20 and I got Madden and I got uh, uh, World War Z and uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Wow, look at you. I just play FIFA and Call of Duty. That's it. Those are my two. I was Sometimes thinking of Madden. getting Sometimes Call Madden. of Duty. You're getting, you got the latest Call of Duty, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's everyone's on the Call of Duty game. I have to say I've been playing more video games than ever because there's nothing to do. It's yeah. more a reason for me to call my friends and just mess with them on, you know, on the Xbox Live. So, but yeah, FIFA, FIFA too. I can... You know, if anybody wants to know FIFA, just let me know. Let me know. <laughs> I, I might have to tap in and looking at the store on that and see what it is. It was not too costly. I'm on a budget. I mean, I did do a little. It's not too bad. Not too okay. bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it got to be on a budget. Got to tighten it up. Yeah. But Ball on a budget. A whole different yeah. for me. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I, you We're know, speaking I, a different I, language. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. We'll talk, Tommy. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You don't know, right? <laughs> so we had Gabe Robinson on last week, and he was talking about an interesting uh, apparel that he was wearing that monitored you guys' training of some sort. Were you wearing that too? or And how was that? Yeah, they, like, they're checking you you know, where you are at all times, just make, and then they can hear what you're saying too, I swear. I know for a fact. <laughs> Big brother and legit, huh? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's called a whoop band, actually. It's pretty cool. It's just... Um, it, when you, whenever you're playing, you can, you can set like, Hey, I'm doing this activity. It reads your, your work rate. It reads all these different things. And it like, 
it, when you turn it on when you sleep too, and it can read how well you you know you slept and stuff. Honestly, it's more for the the field players, like when they play actual games, because you know they're exerting so much energy. So the coaches want to look at that and say, okay, well, how much you know how much energy did this guy put out? How much you know how are they feeling? How is the practice going to look the next week? Kind of thing. So it's pretty cool. It's a lot of teams yeah. do it, and they 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 usually have like these vest things that a lot of I mean. Pretty much every big team that plays, they wear like wow. these little vests so you can see. It looks like a sports bra, honestly. And it has like a little monitor connected to it. And that's kind of the same idea. It just, you know, shows it's all connected to the app and it shows you how much energy you're putting out and, and, and your, you know, all this different stuff. So as a goalie, you know, it's <laughs> it practice my thing spiking, but in the games, it's not, you know, not too impressive. So I, I you know, <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard for me to wear. I've been a little more reluctant to wear it than everybody else. <laughs> well, it's probably good in games when it doesn't spike. Then that means that you're not needed so much. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe actually tell Gabe it's spiking all the time. He needs to figure it out. <laughs> we'll have to tell him. <laughs> so, Tommy, uh, with uh, the virus of Corona going on, we also have a separate virus which got really, really called out during this pandemic because no one was working. Uh, the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery and a host of others. Everyone is out here protesting. I know I you've taken to social media um, and, and made your stance very clear of uh, how you feel about all of this. What, can you just enlighten everyone that's in the chat and to us what your thoughts were when you saw the video of George Floyd, your feelings, your emotions, your reactions to that, and your progressive approach of where we are right now, what we um, would you see? Yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, I come from a family who definitely, uh, you know, we're big on social justice in our family. My dad's a lawyer and, uh, you know, I think not necessarily that anybody in my family has ever told us, you know, you got to believe this. It's more like, hey, stand up for what you believe in, you know, don't be the guy who's not saying anything. And I, it's pathetic that we have to go through this still, you know, I think it's, uh, it's tough. I mean, to see something like that, it's like, it's like, are we in 2020? Really? You know what I mean? It's like, is this really what's going on right now? And it keeps happening. That's the problem. And that's, I think everyone's got to a point where I am too. It's like, when's it going to stop? And for, for me, obviously I'm a white kid and grew up, you know, well off and fine. You know, I didn't have to have these worries and it's just sad that not everyone thinks like that. You know what I mean? Not everyone can have the same opportunity. And like, I mean, where's the, you know, human decency? It's not in, I speak up right now because it's not even political. There's a right and a wrong, you know what I mean? There's things that should be happening and shouldn't be happening. And I think it was a boiling point and I think everyone's fed up. And obviously COVID, you know, everyone's already mad about this. So it probably ignited even more, but you know, good. Because I think, uh, think things need to change, right? We're just going to sit here and say, you know, I took to social media, but I've taken to social media before as well. You know, I've said about, you know, Trayvon Martin, all these different things, like what's going on? What, you know, but we're getting to a point where social media doesn't really, you know, what is that anymore? It's good. Yeah. Everyone should say something on social media, but we need to start taking action. And, you know, that goes for me, guys like me as well, because, you know, I, the reality is I'm, I'm treated differently than a black person is. I mean, I put myself in that. Sh I literally, the first thing I said to my friend, I was like, if we were in Minneapolis and we just forged a check or whatever garbage that would happen, do you think our 
we would be on the ground with the cop's knee in our neck, begging for our life. No. And every every person I know have said the same thing. No, I wouldn't be. The cop, Jen, honestly, this is my opinion. The cop would be more afraid. He'd be he'd want to you know deal with me, but he'd be afraid to you know. Well, who does he know? I mean, that's really a a thing. So it's just sad that we have to even talk about this because I mean, it's just human rights is is a crazy thing, and and it's been you know social rights, civil rights. Grew up. I've always been interested in it. I think it's uh, it's such an important thing, and and people I look up to in the civil rights movement. I mean, you know, I was just watching a Bobby Kennedy documentary the other day, and it's you know that's something I'm I really stand for. I think it's important because we talk all this game, America. We we love to say how great we are and everyone's free and all this stuff, but you know, well, except the times there are black people who are killed by cops. But besides that. You know, right. it's fine. What so, an interesting statement to say, like, except the time that black people, like, yeah, and they still that's what it is. It's still I'm a not, great place to live, though. Really? 100%. And it's just like, uh, let's let's figure it out, people. And this was on the heels of uh, the uh, Ahmaud Arbery thing, too, which is like, that's just unspeakable for me. That I mean, obviously, the cop thing's terrible, too, but that's just a, a lynching. You want to call it what it is. That's a lynching in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and, the, and here's the, the kicker of the whole thing is, if there wasn't video, this would all be nothing. Yeah, so I always think of the unknowns that we don't know because it right. happens all the time to the oh. ones that weren't filmed, the ones that didn't get captured on video, uh, the women that go missing, the children that go missing that happen to be black. I mean, you've got yeah. uh, so many layers to this. And, and I'm really loving the fact that we're starting to finally, I'm comfortable enough to peel back these layers because uh, for us, we've had to suppress these feelings. We've had to suppress our actions when we get in, into engages with people because we don't know what our outcome will be if we react a certain way. We could lose our yeah. job. We could get arrested. We could, we could do all these things. It's just not a luxury for us to really passionately express how we feel. But now we can. And now it's that uncomfortability for some people that don't want to face the real of what the history of the blood of this country has been. And so yeah, now, and what they uh, say, they say, too, racism isn't getting worse. It's getting filmed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always been a thing. Yeah, no, it's tough. And shout out to you guys. I love you guys. My diverse, beautiful women. So it's important. But I, you know, one thing I'll say, too, is like, I think people, a lot of people I know um, live in bubbles and they everything outside that bubble is just whatever. It's not affecting me. I'm still doing fine. I'm making money. I might be doing really well. And they might not be bad people either. They're not, you know, they don't love, like racism. But you, at a certain point, if you want to, you can't just play the, well, it's out there kind of thing. You have to hop outside your bubble. And you have to be like, this is a problem. And we can only do this together. You know, it takes everybody. It really does. So for me, that, that frustrates me more because I always, I mean, I have friends and stuff that, and it's like, hey, you got to put yourself in other people's shoes. You know what I mean? And one of the best things that's happened to me is throughout playing sports, playing basketball, football, baseball, all these things. I've met so many different people in my life. I've been different places. I play with guys who were literally starving two years ago, going to bed hungry. And I played with guys who, you know, take yachts out in the summer. You know what I mean? So it's given me a full, a full, you know, sample size to look at. And every, in sports, the thing is we have, we come from all different places, but we still have one common goal. You know what I mean? And it's, for me, I never think about, you know, I don't even think about race. I have countless African-American friends, countless Mexican friends, count, you know, all over the board. And I don't even think about it like that. 
so for me, when people don't see it as like a, you know, thing we should probably get up, up in arms for it's it's frustrating. So, mm-hmm. hey, we just got to keep keep pushing forward. You know what I mean? All together yeah, and absolutely. We'll, we'll figure it out. That's the only way. That's the only way to do it, right? We, we but, do have uh, a question from Derek. He just wanted yeah. to know um, how do you feel about the lights? Um, I'm get what's FO? Is that He's like FC? He means FC. Oh, not releasing not, okay. Not releasing any kind of statement. We're supporting the Black Lives Movement. Our Black Lives Matter. Do you know any? Or I mean, <sighs> yeah. I, I, honestly, that's probably a, that's a fair point. Honestly. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they released something. I will say though, their media department isn't really alive. You know what I mean? It's very because I, you know, like I said, a lot of the front office people aren't there anymore. So there's a lot of I don't really know when they post and stuff. Not to give them a way out, but I think that's probably what it is. But what? I know Harry. Oh, front I know office. Harry, Sorry, front office. Front office is what he meant, not well, I know Harry Ruiz is a uh, you know big time. Support of black, you know, he's a big yeah. uh, guy. So, I I think uh, if you asked him his, you know, him about it, he would explain because uh, I don't see why they would, you know, not be with it. Well, and then on, on that side, we I did reach out to Harry today just to check in, and I know that at this point, I don't think that they're in the office, so mm-hmm. that could be a reason why. It sounds like, like yeah. you mentioned, like the front office is kind of dispersed, possibly furloughed or not working, mm-hmm. so. It might not be something that anyone has control over, except for possibly like the owner. Yeah. Well, I'll speak for the players. It's all pretty simple where, uh, you know, where we stand. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone's, uh, everyone's on the same boat with this. I don't, you know, I don't really see how you could be against it, quite frankly. You know, and if if you are, then I think you're, uh, you know, hop on the train. Otherwise, it's going to run you over kind of thing, because that's the way it goes. Like, we're all together, so let's figure it out. Well, you made a really good point, too, because I played sports growing up and I was, you know, I'm from a suburban area of of northern Seattle. Shout out to Seattle, of course. But I think there it is. There it is. I knew she was going to plug that. You know, I get out. Yeah. I mean, she's got to tell she's got to tell her story in a Black Lives Matter related to Seattle. I, I, I love it. I love it. This. Go I for it. it. And in regards to sports, I think it's yeah, really yeah. why it is important for kids to be in sports because it helps you see how, you know, other ethnicities, other races, other cultures, other socioeconomic places. Like when I played sports, we saw people that, you know, weren't doing well or were doing even better. You know, like you saw kids that were from other cultures, maybe not just black and white, but also like Asians or European or Hispanic. I mean, you get to see all those different cultures, the the different socioeconomic things happen. So you feel as a child, because we all know racism is not, you're not born in, you're not born a racist. It's taught, it's kind of, you know, taught to you so when you're children and you're able to interact with their races like that on a different level i think that's so important right these days especially if you happen to have some screwy parents that want to teach you the bad stuff well i also noticed that the nonverbal of some parents that have admittedly said we do things that are unbeknownst to us that we just our kids unbeknownst pick up on it's a clutching of the purse it's a locking the door when Black person walks by or some other nationality they're not familiar. So they see those cues as kids and pick up on it and then behave that way as adults at times. And so it's just, it's a crazy thing. But to your guys' point with sports, we never looked at it either. Like to Tommy's point, I never thought 
going to the ballet classes, going, playing at school and on teens. I never, you know, it never was a thing until it's brought to your attention that it's a thing. You know what I mean? And so. And it's, um, think about, think, think about the uh, America. We celebrate black culture. Like. Oh, you know, immensely. Immensely. Watch. Think about the Jordan documentary. Think about Michael Jordan yeah. at his prime and black culture and all the, you know, rap, obviously rap music, music, you know, musicians all across the board. Just think about that. We celebrate it. We're like, yeah, yeah, that that belongs to us. You know, like they're part of our team, kind of thing. Honestly, and then it's like the reality is not. That's not the truth, and uh, it's a problem. And it just, you know, I think federal oversight and and things like that need to be done. And that's why, listen, go protest. You know what yeah. I mean? It's your right. Safely, go do safely. it. Safely, safely, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, my brother actually, of course, of um, my brother's in the chat. Just want to let everybody know. Okay. He was curious. Have you been keeping up yes. with the Chaz in Seattle or the, Ch I think it's Chap now or, or Chop Chaz, you know, the block of area of Seattle, they blocked off. I've heard about it. Yeah, I've heard about it. Protests. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've seen much of the imagery or the videos. I have friends that go down there and do lives probably every other day. It's definitely not, I think it's lost its points at some point. hundred percent. I think, and I think, I think a lot of, listen, the people just walk, people walk. People now it's the top. <laughs> well, that and people people walking into a Walmart and stealing, walking out with a giant TV, it's it, it's you're not helping anyone. You just look like an idiot. If anything, you're hurting the cause. That was the thing about you know Martin Luther King Jr. Then those nonviolent protests, that's what put him on the map because they were getting attacked violently and they were nonviolent, and that really brought attention to people's ears. You know, they're like, what's you know what's the problem? So it's all you know. I get it's difficult. People are fed up, and I can't speak for anybody who's dealing with that because I don't know what it's like, right? So, but I think the only the only way forward is is peaceful things and peaceful protests and things getting done, you know, through voting. I mean, that's really the reality. That's that's what that's all you can do, and and everyone should do it, especially if you're fed up. You know, don't don't not take part in it. I think that's a big problem. If you're fed up, I get it, but you got to. That's your. That's the only thing you can do, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, and my brother corrected me. It's not just a block. I mean, it is. It's like a whole like four by five square of this of this of the city off Capitol Hill. Um, yeah, and it, it looks a little bit more like Woodstock now than it does a Black Lives Matter protest. Um, there's some. It's almost like an open market. Like there's beautiful murals and paintings, and artists are coming out. And I think that the the overall the love and the respect and trying to promote something is good. I just feel like mm -hmm. it kind of lost, you know, with the pro there, there wasn't a protest that was in sale. It was like 60,000 people who literally walked and didn't speak. They just walked for like, I don't even know if it was like a couple of miles or not, but you know, these protests, I'm, I'm hoping that it change. I'm hoping that it doesn't bring any further COVID testings and more of an issue. I mean, that's, it's tough. This is a tough time right now. Oh, it's going to bring yeah. those numbers. Let's be real. That's going to bring the numbers, but they're risking their lives that's out it. there for, for a cause that, that benefits me. And so I can't knock that. And yes, huh. if the Chaz thing is a totally different script, then that's not the message that we want. And that's not one thing that we want to get flipped. We don't want the narrative to change. We don't want stories to be added onto this and we miss what the entire message is about. Because like mm -hmm. I said, there's layers to this. It's a systemic thing. So it's job related. 
It's within uh, feminist related. It's masculinity related. It's everything. It's LGBTQ related. It's so yeah. many layers in the system of racism of people that are black that it's just almost exhausting, if you will, mm -hmm. to put it in order to, to, to even uh, dissect and, and delve into that. But to both yeah. of your guys' points, I appreciate you both being strong friends and allies uh, to keep up the fight. There is a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of things that both of you can personally deep down probably do. And that's a personal choice if you choose to. Um, but I just think that with everything going on with 2020, it's probably, dare I say, the right time that this has happened because everybody was at home to watch it. Yeah. Imagine if we were just in regular time. Well, I already know what it would be imagined in regular time because this has happened before. We've seen black people get killed on TV before and people just go along their business, going to work and doing their things, watching sports, playing in games, doing everything else. And it doesn't get highlighted. I think the blessing mm -hmm. was the COVID for everybody to sit at home. They're watching TV. They're seeing this actually in real time. And now feeling our rage and understanding for so long. Uh, I still can't exhale yet, but I have a little puff of breath <laughs> that you're realizing that what I say, it's not all in my head and I'm not going crazy. And it's not a narrative. Of, oh, well, that happened so long ago. Get over it. You know, so I'm appreciative mm -hmm. to both of you that you are still out there informing, educating. And like I said, uh, doing uh, whatever personal work you want to do to fight uh, this justice. And big ups to your parents because I've had a conversation with them in the past and I knew who your parents were. I knew they were all time. We had uh, <laughs> discussions uh, politically at times when they were eating in the cafe and I was on my break and I have been not too deep into politics and I don't like to get into that work, but the fact that I knew their attitudes before I could even say, you know, or think what they were, I knew you were all time because they were all time and they got it. So they understood. They did, they did a good no, job. they're they're great. No, and I that, I that one of the things I thank my parents for. Listen, everyone listens to their parents to a certain degree, whether with politics and everything. But my parents have never put anything on me, and they've just they just said be a good person. I mean, bare minimum, and one of the nicest people, probably the greatest person I've ever met is my dad, as far as the way he treats people. You know what I mean? And so for me, it's like it's a no brainer. That's how it's been run, and. Ever since I was a kid, that's how I've done it. And if I ever did otherwise, then I would hear about it. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> that's uh, great. Well, we yeah, have another crazy, question. But, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. Go for it. No, no, go no, ahead. Last, sorry, thing, last thing I'll say, last thing I'll say is go for it. If, if you're the person saying all lives matter, you're just missing the point. You're really missing the point. You know what I mean? And I would just, I would just tell those people, of course, obviously, all lives matter. But we got, we got people who are going through some shit for, for lack of a better word and to not call that out and call what is these are the people whose lives are at risk these are the people who are having this problem so let's let's relax with the all lives matter things of course that all lives matter but we got to talk about this this is the problem so let's not get carried away and let's not make it political either it's it's a moral issue it's really it's a, a simple moral human. issue it's I mean, a hu human i mean yeah we shouldn't be just killed walking down the street for being you know a different color. That's all I'll say. So I have a question from Armando Loiza, other known as also known as Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> Jorge's asking, did you guys talk about if Las Vegas is ready for big soccer stadium? Or do you, Tommy, think one day soccer will be like uh big like Europe as far as in our city? I think is what he's I, I really think so. Honestly, um just seeing the way this team's been built, I mean you can say what you want about the lights. You can disagree with certain moves. You can be mad about today, but we have had fans show up. 
shout out to all our fans. We have great fans. We have very supportive fans. And uh, I don't see why it wouldn't work. I think I think it's only a matter of time. And I know, quite frankly, um, I don't know for sure, but I know that the team was in talks to get sold. And this getting sold, it was to bring an MLS team here, to build a whole stadium. All these things were to fall in place. Obviously, Corona virus has made an effect on that and that will undoubtedly hurt it but i think people are looking to bring a big time team here and we have the fan support if you're getting mm -hmm. you know 10 if you're getting 10,000 people for a usl game a second division game you're gonna get at least you know 25 for mls mls team. that's just the reality so i think mm -hmm. it's just a matter of time obviously we could be set back now and that's unfortunate but I don't see why it wouldn't happen, you know, because I think the first step always is seeing how the second division team does and how people love soccer. And the reality is people love football out here. You know, we're, we're doing very well. Attendance is not our problem. So sure um, I don't see why it wouldn't it sure work. Isn't. It's it a really matter. Isn't. It's a, and in the back channels, it's a matter of time, really. It's about money and stadium at this point. Um, and, so I think it's inevitable. And shout out to the electric company and the yeah. first, yeah. I don't know what it's going to even be like to be at a to see a game without those guys there i mean these guys go crazy the you know the, the color stuff flying in the air the smoke bombs the music mm -hmm. chants like it'll be pretty how how do you think it's going to be different playing in an atmosphere that has none of that well if you want to be honest terrible of course it's terrible <laughs> no one's gonna no one i know and i told i told this to the guys today i said no one's gonna sit here and act like it's gonna be fun. Like we we train hard, we work hard for you know for a purpose. We want to get out there, and the reality is, we want to be in front of people. We want to be playing. We want to show off how hard we've been working and like the payoff. That's the best part for me. Playing at the lights, easily the best part is playing the Cashman. Obviously, I'm the hometown guy, but it's it's fun. It's exhilarating. That's what you do it for. So without them there, it's just, you know, it's a Sunday at the, at the park, you know, and that's obviously making, you know, light of it, but it'll be, it'll be challenging. Um, I know no, every player is disappointed, but I think everyone's just trying to figure it out, you know, and play, play if you got to play, but it's definitely going to, Hey, no electric company there, you know, screaming my name. What am I going to do? <laughs> Right, right. Question too from uh, one of the YouTube viewers. Um, do you think between the firing and the extreme circus-like atmosphere will give the next potential coach pause to come here? I don't know if that's something that you could you think about, but uh, do you think? I don't know. Did we really talk about potential coaches? Like, do you know? I mean, is there anybody that's been hanging out at practices lately, or is there, you know, somebody? Is there like uh... a I mean, Mo, you know, you know what, Mo? I saw Mo at our last practice. <laughs> you saw me? I was walking. Yeah. Time. You saw me? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, listen, because I walk. You're gonna be over the next coach. That That's what I'm saying. You know, I walk over there. I try to walk, y'all. I didn't see see you, but I'll tell you what. I'm putting your name in for the for the opening. No question. We need some. Quan had put we need a post some pizzazz. He had asked if you were gonna be the next coach. <laughs> player, 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 coach. Yeah, I don't know how my friends will feel about that. Season, right? Hey, I'm, yeah, no, no problem. Completely unbiased. I'm playing every game, minute, hey, every I can minute. Tell no, you guys as coach, I will totally work you guys. I will turn into <laughs> like I don't know. I'll turn into a pop if I have to. I like. I love how with you're doing the finger right now too. Yeah, with a little mix of the Eric. Uh, the little X's and O's. That's how your plays are gonna look. Mm -hmm. X's and O's, baby. X's, X's and O's. And O's.
if I get that feeling no. game, I really be intuitive to it, and I'll understand it, and I really will be able to be a couch coach. Hey, you got me. I'll bring it to <laughs> I'll bring it to management. See what they see. No, but it's um, it's so fresh, right? I mean, I, right. I just found out Eric yeah, got fired. Had fired. Um, but listen, I I know Vegas has a name for itself. Um, good things and bad things. Um, you know, and I know people have their thoughts about management and, you know, that's not for me to say. So I, I, but I do believe that it's a great opportunity, you know, it's, it's a USL team, you know, people, you know, people are always wanting to be a head coach. Let's not, you know, let's not get it twisted. So I think whatever they do, they'll figure it out. And I think, uh, you know, I think we'll get through it, but I haven't heard anything as far as coaches, obviously. And it's still new. I think all the yeah, and all the players. Still new, and then you guys lost Coach Augie too. Like you don't even have the assistant you used to have. Coach Augie is gone, so you just have kind of like coordinators or whoever else is on the team to possibly help yeah, you guys. A, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, guys. it's a, what'd you say? You can get cash to coach you guys, right? Honestly, don't say that out too loud because they might do that. <laughs> just for a PR stunt, they might do that. Um, <laughs> no, like. Uh, it's uh we'll find out i guess it's uh obviously it's the lights faithful you know i know it's challenging i'm with you guys i feel your pain i'm, I'm you know the hometown I'm guy hurt. so everything I, I, everything everything that happens with the team obviously affects me in a different way so um you know i hope whoever comes in is just ready to get to work and and then and we figure it out you know because we got to write this thing one way or another I'm, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out you know could take a week could take you know a year but we gotta we gotta figure it out it's just another step back and um yeah but we i'm an optimistic guy i'm a positive guy i like to you know hope that whoever comes in here is going to do a good job and and we're going to just figure it out so who would you have in mind if you could have any coach out there in the u.s pep guardiola pep who? guardiola <laughs> Who is it? Um, so, well, people probably know. Uh, other, he's the coach of Manchester City. I didn't hear what City. you said. That's what I was asking. His name's, his name's Pep Guardiola. Oh, he's okay. the Manchester City head coach, and he's, like, <laughs> brilliant. So in an ideal world, I would give him a ring. I don't think he's going to answer the, answer the phone. But uh, <laughs> yeah, as far as USL, I mean, it's so hard to say. There's so many, you know, so many different options. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any one particular guy in the USL. I, I do have a soft spot for my who's already a coach, my uh, the coach of Phoenix Rising. Uh, he's obviously doesn't need a job, but I, I appreciate him. I used to play under him with FC Tucson. His name's Rick, uh, Rick Shantz. Um, so shout out to Rick. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know who's who's going to get it. And I don't know, you know, who's best for it. So hopefully they make the right decision because I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it's obviously going to affect me, right? And hopefully it's a good fit for you guys because with a shortened season and a shortened time being able to get to know each other, hopefully it's someone that can just, you know, get in there and hit the ground running for you. 100%. I mean, whoever it is, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be tough, right? We, we got it. We don't even know when we're playing or, you know, where we're playing or a lot of hurdles have to be, you know, jumped through uh, at least, you know, just to get an agreement to get on the field. So, um, yeah, we're, I would assume a coach would be, you know, some someone will be announced, you know, sooner rather than later. Because if we're supposed to play July 11th, then we got some, you know, we got some work to do. Yes. And so with the July, July 11th kickoff, is it supposed to be a home game or is it like your tentative schedule where you guys are going away? Um, well, so what I'm hearing, and this is all speculative at this point, I'm hearing there's probably going to be some sort of regionalization of the of the, the league. 
So for instance, and I don't know for sure, but this I heard maybe maybe like five teams would come to Vegas and then we'd all quarantine and then we'd play uh, a week long. We'd probably play three games in a week or two games in a week and all five teams would play each other or something along those lines. Um, whether it's Vegas or somewhere else, I think that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> I know it's not going to be like a national thing like like the NBA just because this okay. USL has like 18 teams each to each conference. You just the numbers are just massive. So I think uh, it's either going to be a West Coast, um, you know, whole conference thing, or it'll probably be regionalized, and then within the different conferences, teams will play each other, and it'll be some sort of tournament. I don't know that it's everything's mm-hmm. been there's been so many ideas that have been thrown out there but i think that's probably if i was you know to tell someone what to look forward to that's probably what's going to be like um you know because it, it's all about the testing and the quarantine right now and you know it, it's just it, it's, it's a sad probably someone in the, the you know the league's probably gonna get it you know i mean that's just the hard truth and it's just about limiting yeah. that and and contract tracing so it's a uh, it's so tough. I don't envy anybody. And I feel honestly, I feel for the owners. I feel for the league. I feel for the players. No one asked for this. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's tough. And then, you know, obviously when it comes to pay cuts and all that stuff, people are, you know, players and, and, and owners get into it a little bit, but the reality is the owners, the league was doing very well before this very well. And it was on the up and up and, and things are we're really starting to get going. So, it's you know it's such a huge step back that it's it's hard, but I think everyone wants to play. You know, everyone wants to get the league going again. It's so it's just a matter of figuring out when and where and 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 how. So we'll see. It's unfortunate for everybody, but I get it too. Both sides, the owners. Listen, it's a business at the end of the day. And if you're gonna sit here and say, oh, I'm gonna lose, you know, millions of dollars, and I don't know if I can do that and all this stuff, you know, I get it. I I get it. Uh, and then players, they're like. If I don't play, what what's going to happen? If I don't get my money, what's going to happen? You know, there's so many variables in it, so it's a it's a tough situation. Like and and like I said, everyone's going through this, not just in sports. People have been laid off all over the board, so I think um, mm-hmm. everyone's got to figure it out, right? And no one's right. Uh, I don't feel you know. I, people ask me, you know, how are you feeling? I'm like, well, listen, everyone's going through something, so I can't, you know. I'm Every- lucky enough to still be getting paid at this point, so it's, I, you know, I'm I'm blessed. Yeah, very. I um hopefully I know uh the spectator aspect is probably out the window with it. So what have you have you practiced anything as far as the mentality of going in knowing that there won't be the spectators, won't be the noise, like Mel to Moyle's point, you know, La Forenza, no electric company or any of that. Have you kind of adjusted your kind of mentals to that just yet or you're still trying to grasp that? I don't think you can get that until you step on the field, you know, when okay. it's happening. I will say it probably will help us on the road if we, you know, if we we're playing on the road, it'll probably help yeah. us. Yeah. Um, you know, some some places were intense. Though, Tommy. I don't want it to be. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Hey, well, because if we yeah, if we lose and we can't blame the fans, then we're screwed. No, but well, uh, hopefully, hopefully, it just happens in Vegas, like our uh, Brandon had mentioned. Hopefully, that this is something that maybe happens in Vegas that there are games that are played here, so that if right. nothing else, at least you have a home field advantage, which we know you guys are great at. Yeah. No, I think uh, I more than likely if they do that sort of setup, I think there will be games in Vegas, you know, at least at least a week of games in Vegas, I would guess. Just because it's a good spot to come. And there's a lot of open hotel rooms and it's, you know, 
it's easy to manage people here. So I don't know anything yet. And it's kind of funny how players, you know, people think we have all the inside scoop, but this is, this is higher up. This is between, you know, really the players association and the, right. and the league to get something done. So we right. just kind of get the, whatever falls down, we kind of hear about it. And, but, you know, to be quite honest, about a month ago, I didn't think we were going to play at all. And I think everyone was kind of at a point where they're like, okay, I guess we're not going to play. That's how, that's how far it got down to it because there's just a lot of logistics that didn't happen. So the fact that now we're at a place where like, okay, we can leg- realistically set July 11th for a date is uh, way more promising than it, than it has been. That's good. Shout out to Andre Wade, who's in the chat. Um, he's uh, drinking his drink, watching us. And, you know, a few people have some comments about you, Tommy, as far as yes. your, your look. There are some uh, ladies in the, in the chat. There's ladies in the hey. chat, in the chat <laughs> wondering status. Uh, uh, if you're single, if you're seeing anybody, like inquiring. I'm single. Go. I am single. Okay. Right. Hey, hey, COVID's here. I can't, I can't take care of anybody else right now. <laughs> hey, you know, COVID always makes these people like analyze relationships like, dang, I'm going to have to get a girlfriend or a, women. I'm going to have to get a boyfriend because I can't be quarantined by myself. Like, I can't take this. To be fair, like being quarantined by yourself. Luckily, I have my family, like I said, because right. by yourself, I'm not meant to be by myself for sure. So, you know what? It's, it's made me, you know, look at it and say, okay, maybe I need to settle down. Here. <laughs> That's always the analytics of that all. It really right. Is. <laughs> <Settle down. laughs> yeah, COVID mingle, right. COVID mingle. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, someone wants to do a COVID mingle. Yeah. Hey, uh, She's going through it. She may need that because you know Tom Brady was her guy. Now he's a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. So you know, I don't know if she's still Ooh. Patriots or what have you. And I give her crap yeah. about it every day. So. Right, yeah. but. Hey. The exciting thing that we look forward to after all of this, God willing, is we do have a Pro Bowl next year in Vegas. Yes. Fingers crossed. We want this to work. <laughs> and just everybody, just so you know, if you do have PSLs or season tickets, you qualify first dibs on buying a seat for Pro Bowl. Just so you know, your PSL gets you that access. Lucky dogs. <laughs> so, um, I'm excited for that. For sure. A couple of the notes that we're getting, like there's also comments and watch parties. My yeah. mom has already texted me and said, "Hey, Melissa, good podcast." You know, with- <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't love it. I love it. Often, so when she's watching and she's commenting, I know it's something special for her too. <laughs> hey, this isn't this isn't our first rodeo. This isn't our no, first rodeo. You, you're you're, you're a guy. You come with, and you I'm not sure our last either. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, a post. Post career, I might have to, you know, have girl chat sports plus Thomas. We might have to work something out here. I'm for it. I'm totally for that. And you've got your Tupac shirt on, and Tupac's birthday was yesterday. So I have I to do. ask, with, who, what's your favorite song, favorite movie from Pop, and maybe favorite album? You can go in any order you want. Just let's let's get into okay, it. Okay, well, album, album, Me Against the World, for sure. Okay, I'll take uh, that. Movie, Juice, or... Um, That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Or... What was, why am I blanking on the name? The one with the, ba- the basketball. Where is it? Above the, the rim. The, above the rim. Yeah, above the rim. But Juice is for, first for me, but I like above, above the rim. And then as far as song, oh, I mean, I hate to say this one because it's probably mainstream, but I'm a big keep your head up guy. I like I like what that, that song stands for. Dear Mom is also good. I got a whole list of them. I like, oh, All Eyes on Me. I mean, I could go on, I could go on the list. 
All About You. I like that one. Temptations. We can keep going. We can keep going. Yeah, we can keep rolling. And and what I find interesting, Tommy, is that you're you're fairly uh, younger than a lot of us. So that generation of pop, like he was close to your age when he passed. And so for you to even sight him and know this is very impressive. But you got kids out there that ain't even feeling the pop and what he stood for to a certain degree or don't understand it. So for you to be that young generational guy that does, it's pretty dope. I always liked old school rap. I mean, I, for whatever reason, with you know, I was always a, I like Biggie, but I was always a pop guy. You know, he, for me, it, like, it's such an interesting life, right? You know, he was had such an impact, and he was only twenty six, and he dies, and gets more famous after he dies. It's it's just it's such an interesting life. So, um, and he was kind of he contradicted himself left and right. He was no saint for sure, but I think. Um, at his core, he was a good, good person. And I love what I like when people rap about something, you know what I mean? I can't just hear, you know, you going down to the club all the time and doing whatnot. You know what I mean? I need some substance and I, and I respect that. You know what I mean? And I've always, it's funny, even, I mean, I remember going through, I went through a phase like fourth, fifth grade or something like that. And I remember I was listening to Tupac and my mom was like, okay, it's like, you know, she has no idea. She's like, so funny, like where did this come from? I was like, I don't know. I just love it, mom. You know what I mean? My white mom listened to like shout out to folks. Mary Beth. That is my girl. Like, <laughs> right? That yeah, is I my know. One. She is. And my, my dad girl. be like, oh, Tupac. Okay, you know my my goofy <laughs> white dad, right? Okay, Tupac. I'll go along with this, you know. Right? So, it's funny, but yeah, I I'll, love I'll, it. Always, always have. Uh, it's funny. My friends will. It's it's old school rap and like old school R and B. Like we were talking about Marvin Gaye the other day as well. It's right up my. I mean, seriously. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to go to some jewelry store and propose to you right now. I don't know what's going on right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Gotta get in line because there's a lot of women right now. Excuse me, a line? I can never do lines. Everybody knows me knows I don't do lines. Right. That's not a possibility. That ain't working here. Hey. I think they have here. to wait in line. Is... I'm a VIP. I never have to wait in line. The rope is always open when I stand. Tell them. Like, I don't Tell know. Them. I, I, I don't know about that line. My, I don't know about the line. Like, I, I don't know nothing about that. I, hey, I give my mom credit for some of the Marvin Gaye, for sure. She put me right. on to it. But I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always been, uh, it's always been in my wheelhouse. It got soul. Hey, I, I'm a, I, a sing in the shower kind of guy. It's just a fact, you know? Right. We just got to. Just got to call it what it is. So I'm all in. Okay. <laughs> okay. The dance floor, Tommy, are you on the dance floor? I could work on the dancing for sure. I'm there. Don't get me wrong. I'm there. But, well, am I, you know, am I, the, am I running the dance floor? Am I running the dance floor? You know, I got to get there. I could, I could probably out sing them, though. I could probably out sing them. <laughs> now, your gifts, your gifts, your gifts uh, on the uh, Instagram, if you guys haven't checked it out, if you type in Las Vegas Lights FC, you see a lot of the GIF gifts. Uh, for yes. the players, Tommy's doing a little hand motion dance. I feel like you have the rhythm in you. You just need to just kind of let it on out. Maybe we're gonna have like a, a get together, a house party, or get you know when one thing when bars open back up and it's normal again, we'll have to get like a DJ set out and and get hey, it together. Give me a couple of tequila shots and I got you. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Tommy, I'm telling you, this is such a problem for our viewers because you're really going to get the DM hit ups. Okay. Just, I'm just prepping you right now. Let's do it. I'm all for it. All for it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna, hey, it's, 
it's been tough times. Coronavirus. People are locked up. You know? express our feelings. Out there. Is, you have a handle for Twitter, for Instagram, where people could follow you or yeah. slide into DMs. Yeah, for Twitter <laughs> at Tommy K. Olson. Uh, Tommy K. Olson one. And then for Instagram, it's Tommy K. Olson. So you'll find me. I'm there. I'm yeah. there. I'm all for it. I really appreciate you coming on. I, you know, I know uh, it's very refreshing to always have you on. You're one of our favorites. It was great to have Gabe on. We were shocked. That, I was actually shocked when I reached out to him. He was like with it. And he actually is a great I conversationalist. It. I was expecting I love it. Guy. No, he, he is. Actually, he's one of those guys. If you, if you peel back the layers a little bit, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll let the yeah, plug he opened up. He opened it up. Was good. He it was good. And he like put awesome. his beard on. He couldn't even recognize him. Right. Yeah, right. Like I told him, I saw him today. I said, Gabe, hey, man, he's got the caveman look right now. I said, all right, but he's rocking with it, so I can't say anything. Well, and someone, I forgot who hit me, but they were like, that looks like Sheila Booth, the actor from uh, Transformers. He looked like Sheila Booth. <laughs> 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 no. like a, you know, they, we got to do a side-by-side and post it, I think, at some point. But, yeah. Maybe. He's like the, you know, he's the black version of Shia LaBeouf. Okay, I can maybe see that. <laughs> You know, like it, you know, the, I think it was the beard that kind of like it just made. I don't know what it was. But it was hilarious. I thought. I thought it was. <laughs> so Brian Almond calls out. Is it Thirsty Thursdays? No, it's actually Wednesday. But cheers to you on the thirst. I guess so. I'll take a drink to that, honey. We got Tommy in the building. Come on, you guys playing with me right now? Really? Hey, we'll just call it Thirsty Thursdays. Right. We will. We'll go ahead and do that. Cheers. Natalie's just Thursday. happy to not be looking at the walls and looking at something pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But so, thank you so much, Tommy. Thank you we so really much. appreciate you. No, thank yes. you guys. I much love to you guys. I'm always a huge supporter, and I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, we'll get through all this nonsense, and we'll, you know, be back to sports in no time. Mm -hmm. And, and no thank you everybody for tuning in. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe to us on YouTube, on Facebook, join our group at Girl Chat Sports, find us on all social media, check us yep. out the play, and we'll see y'all next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday. All right. All right. Peace two fingers, you guys. <laughs>